This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. Joel, did you ever hear about that, that robot that with the, the robot arm that was bleeding? No. They built a robot arm that was just on a circle like disc platform that was slowly mm-hmm. leaking oil and it had to try to continue to scoop up the oil back into the hole where the arm was protruding from to refill itself or else yeah. it would die. And the mm-hmm. leak, the, it started out like it would wave to audiences because it was like in a museum and it would do little dances while it was doing it. But they slowly increased the leak to the point that it could no longer sustain itself. So months and months, people people watched it slowly die until it just one day died. That's and that was really fucking yep. dark. That was the that that was the uh, the point of the art installation. What what was the context of you sharing the story with me? Uh, about robots and Magic the Gathering is real depressing. Nailed it. This is the loosest wow. thread that connected the two. <laughs> Man. The world's a dark place, man. No, I don't know if I can go on anymore. <laughs> After that, I how w- could we? I had so. the energy. I felt really motivated. And then here comes Alex just cutting his wrists and making me drink the blood. It was just a robot, man. It wanted to live. No. It was desperate <laughs> to live. It said it killed itself. No, it, it couldn't. It, it was slowly bleeding, and it was trying to save itself. Kind of it, like no matter. It's like kind of like this podcast. It was like death. <laughs> no matter how hard he tried, he would never get there. there kind of paying like off those podcast. student loans. Yeah. Middle management. How many energy drinks is that today, Alex? Oh, this is not an energy drink. This is my twisted iced tea. Uh, I can't tell because it is painful <laughs> to watch your screen. It's ha- I'm in the hacker zone. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in something, all right. Caddy, start the episode. No, I had energy. I was ready to go. Go! No, I'd, I'm so sad right now. <laughs> I'm so depressed. Good life. God. Don't talk to me about life. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 187 of Super GG Radio, where... I'm sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. I guess I do a video uh, with that robot arm. That makes where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your first place flutist. Flautist? Flautist. Flautist. Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as always, is acclaimed trumpet champion... Alex Arona. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but you know what? Fuck you. Toot toot, bitch. <laughs> I, he cut out. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I said the line! <laughs> that cut out was perfect. 
Yeah, you you <laughs> heard it right here, folks. TTB, hey, we're making it a thing. It's on the track. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget our very own voracious violinist, Joel DeWitt. I swear I spend so much money on replacing these Stradivariuses that I break after each show. <laughs> Good lord. There's, you know there's only so many of those. You can't just go around breaking them. I... I, I just want to say, did you you had to have seen that clip? Uh, no, never. The Dead Van Dyke show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, a... very aware of them because we once had uh, a concert that we were welcome to come to through work, mm-hmm. where uh, you could see one. They even let you come up after the performance so you could see because they're very rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only so many of them left in the world, so. Yeah, uh, but last and definitely not least, uh, we're gonna end with our guitar hero, Alec Parks. Look, I told you, I play the pipes and only of the bag variety. Well, no one likes the bagpipes. Everyone episode, loves the bagpipes. They bring you home. They sink to your soul. Clearly a dumpster fire. So, welcome to my suffering and your episode of Super GG Radio. Should we proceed? Yeah. If we must. Uh, yeah, fine. <laughs> Don't <laughs> make a trombone, Getty. This week we're going <sighs> to first person in early adopters. Like hell we are. That game was scary. Are you trying to make up for the fact that you cut out like five minutes ago? <laughs> no, I just had stuff to say about said. that game. It was real scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're not going to get to say it later. Uh-huh. All right. We're going to talk about my pet peeves with the news, and then finally become a, what did you write here? A boner hero? Oh, oh, trombone champ in the backlog. There's Alex talking about his boner again. I didn't like this one. We're going to move on over to early adopters, folks, where we play alphas, betas, and games, where I get eaten by a damn graboid. And if you don't know what a graboid is, kids... Um, I'm not going to explain Tremors to you, but Alex might. I might, yeah, right I was going to say I love Tremors. Kevin Bacon. He does, does love getting some Tremors. I feel like it's uh, offensive. I don't know, man. You, you like getting the shakes? Again, I feel like also that's offensive. <laughs> oh, man, but, you know, is it, was it, who is it? Uh, Fred Ward? Yeah, I think Fred Ward, R.I.P. There. I was talking about drinking too much, but now I feel really bad because we're moving into the, the heavy part of the episode. Yeah, about Fred Ward. We we played Meat Grinder. Oh, I played Meat Grinder. I don't think anybody else played Meat Grinder because nobody else talked about anything but Vampire Survivors for the last week. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm convinced that nobody played any of the games this week. So Meat Grinder. You ever play? Is uh, a, you ever play? Um, tr- uh, what is it called? Cluster Truck. You ever play Cluster mm-hmm. Truck, Getty? Yeah. I'm sure I've made you play Cluster Truck. High-octane, first-person shooter where you jump from truck to truck. Yeah, Cluster Truck is a uh, platforming where you're jumping from truck to truck with very similar physics. But now you have, you're here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and you're all out of bubble gum. R.I.P. You, you got this one? You want me to do it? Rowdy yeah, Rowdy Piper? Yep, yeah, go for it. Yeah, R.I.P. Rowdy Rowdy. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Here we go. I, I uh, since so, we're just having a death episode here, <laughs> you know, a very depressing <laughs> episode. I really set the tone. Um, Meat Grinder <laughs> is a game where you are jumping from truck to truck with very floaty physics, and you get shotguns and pistols and all sorts of weapons. And since your hands are busy, you got a big boot to kick people off of cars, but also a foot grappling hook. Now, foot uh, get, grappling Getty, hook. What do you think about a, a hook grappling hook? Is that where your grappling hook would be if you no, had to have one? It would not. Where would it be? Just get an arm replaced. Okay. You would you would go only one weapon and the other other hand would be grappling hook. No, I have two weapons. But on no. Yeah. I zinged you good, Alex. I was I zinged you good. See, I w- I would want a like a crotch um, grappling hook, not for anything weird, but I just no, feel like, it's uh, <laughs> something weird. No, it's already no, weird. It's it's because I feel like I like my like my my center of gravity is like from the hip, so I feel like you know. Don't you have bad hips? I, I, one bad hip, but the, I feel like the whole body center of gravity is all the hip movement. So feel like I there's... feel like if I, it, well, <laughs> you know, now that I think about shooting a grappling hook from. Uh, pelvis, that zone, yeah. I feel I feel more uncomfortable with this, and I now regret my decision. Yep. Uh, Joel and Alec, help me out. Where would you guys put your grappling hook if you had to have one? Well, before you turn this into a mess, I was going to say the waist. Okay, you thought the waist as well? Okay, so I'm not the weird one. Thank you, Alec, for saving me. Joel? <laughs> I feel like the phrase, it's not weird, is very similar to I'm not racist, but... <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Not a good way to start something. No. Nope. Or, uh, no offense, but. <laughs> so, Joel, where would you like your, gra- your grappling hook? Would the foot be the ideal position? Uh, foot hook? So, I, I'm thinking practically. I'm thinking practically, like foot a hook. vest. Have some vest that has the grapple hook on it. Oh, so you're saying it from the chest. You're saying yeah. it with your chest. Right. Gotcha. But how would it you comes out of your it? chest. Hmm? How would you engage it? Like you, you still pop have out to... your chest a little bit. <laughs> you pop. You do a little pop. You know, like a little chest pop. Do, do you have to sh- have the engage mechanism on the actual vest? Can you have like a button like a little, somewhere? What if you do like a little shoulder shake, like a little shoulder shimmy, like this? You know. All right. I think the argument here is that your hands are occupied, mm-hmm. and you have to engage it somehow because you can't use your hands. Hmm. If you did like this, you know. So maybe the foot does make the most sense because you still have some movement in your toes. Alex's uh, movements aren't really playing well for the podcast format. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure the sound is coming from a chair, too. I'm learning the consequences of not reading all the rules before answering the question. Well, good thing that there's going to be a test later. So... Uh, getting back to Meat Grinder, I really derailed this here. Um, it is a it is a, a very stylistic uh, game. Your character, what seems to be, is you know has like a mohawk and like goggles and a gas mask and and leather jacket and just rides a hog, you know, big motorcycle, and just hops off the motorcycle to start fighting some fools on the back of trucks. Is that a good explanation, Getty? High octane. First person shooter. I'm front loading this because I didn't really have a I didn't really have a great time with the second one. Mm. So let's mm. let's talk about. Me. Oh no, I can't wait to talk about the second <laughs> one too. Uh, I, the weapons 
I didn't feel like I needed to use them all of the time. The combat, it felt much more effective at times to just run instead of try and kill every single thing because uh, this Mad Max battle from truck to truck is is kind of overwhelming at times. If you try and stop and kill every single guy that comes out, I felt like you waste a lot of time and your character's heart rate is being monitored on the screen. So the faster you go, the you don't die. I, I don't know if you if you lower it enough. Does if the you character stand still, die? It starts to drop. Okay. Well, which was that was a personal problem I had with the boss. Is that the boss? I would stop and just oh, but you still on. have to zip zop and bebop mm-hmm. and flap around. A la crank. Have you ever seen Crank? No, nope, oh, nobody's yeah. ever seen that movie. Have you have you not seen him, Getty? I'll bring him to my to your house. Nobody knows who Jason Statham is, and we may never know. Mm, that's true. It just looks like a guy that that could be Joel, doing some crazy stuff. He killed Han. No one knows that what that means. No, no, that's okay. I don't definitely have never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. None or of any them. any movie with a guy named Han. No, never. Well, Could I'm be Solo. Sure. Yeah, I was pretty sure Han Solo mm. got killed by his son. I mean, you've never seen a movie with Han Solo in it, so how would you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have maintained the fact that I'm pretty sure that the amount of effort that went into playing this game <laughs> was very low. <laughs> oh, no, I had a blast. Again, I've, I've played probably a dozen hours of I, Cluster Truck. I played this game better than you did no right, I'm, I'm saying is that i put a, i put like a dozen hours into cluster truck so that's different playing game. it well playing it <laughs> a very similar game but now with shooting and and also a very awesome like because you have a dash and like a double jump and your dash is kind of infinite so you can just jump in the air and just dash a dozen times in the middle of your dash just give your foot out and just boot somebody in the face mm. it's pretty do satisfying you like, do you like some booty boots I like to boot people in the face. Don't get to do that too often. Now with those hips, man. You know, you're right. You're right. The the spread on it, just really like the the right one just pops. The spread. Let's not yeah. talk about your hips and spread in the same <laughs> sentence. I'm man. I'm off the chain today. <laughs> Awkwardly position yourself to spart like, a kick a baby. I'm just four hours asleep, <laughs> man. Let's go. I'll spart. I'll spart and kick a baby. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, please, not on the podcast. Joel, what did you think? I think you got the gist of it. I, I will say that the sense of speed while you're playing it, in the way that they have the the coming I mean, traffic juxtaposed against it, also creates a nice sense of fluidity and speed and jumping around. So I, I agree with what Daddy says. You can actually sidestep a lot of the enemies at least at the start of these levels uh a little tougher going on after because they crowd them pretty quick um the boss battle that i did get to was the uh truck with all the spikes on it Mm -hmm. and i thought that was a a good setup for a boss battle just having it be this lane of cars that you're having to hop scotch off of and shoot off of and I, i don't know about you guys but i was trying to figure out whether or not you could explode the tankers in a way that would hurt it extra. Did you, either of you, any of you, notice that? I don't think you can. It didn't. Not okay. in my experience. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see here. 
Okay, because I, I was expecting some sort of, you know, strategically placed thing there, but I, it's still a lot of fun. Uh, I, I do love just the way you can jump around, and, and you, when you do the grapple hook, it flies you real fast to where you're headed. So I had a few times where I didn't realize that, and I hit jump and sort of just went bonkers in the air. And that, <laughs> that, that sort of unwieldy movement can be a lot of fun sometimes. I will say one of the times it grappled me inside of a car that did not have any doors. Oh, and, I and you were stuck? Restart. Yeah, I needed to restart the game, which um, I actually didn't take it as a as a problem. I actually thought, man, that grappling hook sure is powerful that it destroys the game's physics, and that's awesome to me. And this is a run-based game, and there's such, you know, quick restart levels that I, you know, yep. it, you could suffer each, that one loss. I think each level takes what, like, could take like 45 seconds to like a minute and a half maybe yeah i don't know i felt like i played it for quite a while some crazy stuff going on you fight the mo- the motorcycle gang yeah hell yeah there's yeah. a lot there's Whole a lot gang. of things you can do with that there's a lot of things you could do with that yeah I mean, pretty like, fast throwing throw a train where you got to race a train and then jump on the train and jump off back on tr- on cars we can do some stuff. We can do some stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't think you should be jumping on anything. Stop talking about my hips. Wasn't specifically talking about your hips. I'm just <laughs> saying, maybe don't try and and jump on stuff. It's dangerous, dude. I mean, unless you know you're I'll... jumping onto boats here. I was saying, you know what else Old is. haunted boats. Yep. So after Meat Grinder... We played some Lazaret. Oh, yeah. Lazaret is uh, my jam, guys. <clears throat> Don't know it, if you know this. Is, it is absolutely not my jam. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I noped out real quick on that one. Oh, I'm so glad. That was my goal. Uh, <laughs> Lazaret, again, first-person horror puzzle game. You are dropped onto a... Oh, what only can be described as a derelict tanker, mm-hmm. a big vessel with a lot of under-deck space. <clears throat> you and, and descend... yet still felt claustrophobic. Yeah. Well, have you ever been on a, a big vessel like that? I, I have. I have. Yes. Yeah, it's very claustrophobic. But this, mm-hmm. even when you get it to the bigger areas... <laughs> There's not very much. Uh, there's not very much for you to run and hide, and you do need to be able to run and hide, boy. You I'll tell you. Can't hide in lockers. There's a lot. There's a dedicated hide in locker button. Mm-hmm. So, guys, how much did you enjoy, Lazaret? I think they nailed it atmospherically. Mm. I mean, the it is a very very dark space with very little light source going on through a lot of it and but, it, but the light source really does pop though like it is very dynamic right exactly and that's that's why it it works so well uh you can actually see and feel the sort of shift of the boat as it's hitting the across the waves so i i think that uh was a really neat touch that kept you in the environment throughout the entire thing the enemies are monsters, these sort of mannequins with barnacle-type uh, limbs. 
you know, very, very effectively disturbing. Uh, that right kind of quick movement that you only see out of the corner of your eye, and then it's already done after you the fact kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I, admittedly, I, I got to the point where you got the whistle. Uh, yeah. You know, but that that's about as far as I got. But I, I think foundationally they've done a very good job. Oh yeah. So this one it has your character has a very slow movement even when you do the the dash or yeah. the pick up the pace it is still very carefully walking to maintain your balance as you traverse the hallways. The light sources are not always there. You do get a flashlight so that you can shine it in the dark corners and <laughs> it's made the like the the layout of the vessel is so good that there are parts where without the flashlight you wouldn't have even been able to tell that the rooms were there so you start going down the hallway you think okay i can see a light at the end of the hallway that's all i can do all i can go to and then later as you're walking back with the flashlight you're like oh there's a whole nother area over here that i couldn't see before but these these mannequins that are hanging out, constantly shifting, pointing you in the right direction, maybe the wrong directions, uh, but also the the little hints of horror and uh, something sinister that are here and there. This is, uh, in a way, it reminded me of In Sound Mind. Uh, in one of the stages, you have the mannequin that is helping you. These guys kind of help you a little bit but they're still terrifying to to walk down a hallway and then turn and there is one just standing there mm-hmm. it's that's all nobody uh, it reminded me of soma there we go. and the the fine thing about soma is that they had a you can't die button that you could just turn on in the options menu and that made it so I felt comfortable playing the game, even though it was real spooky scary. And I feel like this game would really benefit from that. <laughs> you didn't... So when you played Soma, you played it with the safe, the safe mode so that you couldn't die? Well, I played through it the first, like, three hours. And then... I stopped playing it just because it was real spooky scary, and then I forgot about it. And so I took, I kept, I, tipped, I kept taking frequent breaks, and then I just eventually forgot about it. But now, but then they released the the mode like a couple months after it was out, and I said, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna start over and go back to Soma." And I did, and I beat it because I was safe, Getty. <laughs> I was safe. So one of the fun things about Soma, as we're on this horror tangent is that the monsters make a terrible noise as they run at you and it's jarring to like my twitch reaction i don't know about your twitch reaction but whenever you would see one of them and it would get you in its sights and it would start to run at you and make that high-pitched sound i would panic (laughs) does it disable that in your safe mode it does it still make the awful sound and run at you Yes, but once they <laughs> once they like kind of come into contact with you, they turn around and go back to their normal pattern. 
to me, that's even more terrifying. Because then it can <laughs> yeah. just do it again right away, right? You, you didn't know no, reprieve, endless scares. No, you do, you do get a break. And at the same time, it's kind of one of those things that, like, you're always afraid, and then you try not to look at the monster. Um, in that case, once you know you're safe, it's kind of like a, uh, a haunted mansion option, you know, kind of thing, where or a haunted house option, where once you kind of know that nothing bad can happen to you, you can really stare and, like, take in the detail of the monster, and, it, you know, you start to see, like, oh, this is kind of re- rendered weird, or that makeup looks a little fake, you know? So it feels a little bit better. Huh. You're like, you spent the entire budget of this game working on the the rest of this and not the monster. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just made it a little bit more... It, like, I, I took it in for more of the story, and I took it in for more of the art design then at that point. We just recently went to a a haunted house for, and I I had never been to one since I was like a kid and I had I was I was the very back and the best part about being in the back is that around every corner I would just hear my friends scream and then that meant to me oh someone's around the corner and that took away the jump scare factor but also just made it so I could just like I like their costume or man this this environment they sure did a lot of detail and that made me entertained that way more than being jump scared and i prefer that and so having a safe mode because in this one again i was too i was too nervous going around every corner that you know there's a your walk is slow but there's also a crawl and i just crawled (laughs) 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 and i and i was i was checking every corner because i thought something was going to get me and i was like well this is less fun i feel like i'm not enjoying it as much as i could well that's uh that's something all right it's one one approach okay so note to self try and uh cut back on the scary games because we're no longer in october but i don't know hey i think we'll see some more later indie games really focus on horror a lot it's a good genre what can i say who isn't excited for dead space oh i'm definitely excited Uh, again for sure not really oh three out of four isn't bad but you know what is bad my need to take a break so we're gonna take a quick one here and we'll see you on the other side God! Did she rage text, rage text you? You caught me. You caught me looking at, uh... I don't even know what I was looking at. The internet is a terrible place. Don't use it. Don't use the internet. I'm gonna Google some stuff. Uh, no, don't, let, don't! Don't let Alex Google stuff. Never let Bleeding, Alex Google dying stuff. robot arm. You should join Twitter.com right now. It's just a the whole, ideal, the whole place is on fire. ideal time to join. Yeah, it, you're gonna watch Rome burn, and so it's. I'm, did you say dot com? I'm literally yeah. fi- watching people as they go. Well, this is my final tweet. Right. In case something goes bad, this is probably gonna be my final tweet. Man, here are my socials elsewhere if you want to follow me. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm seeing that everywhere right now. It's messed up. It's, 
Well, I guess Super GG Radio's going down with the ship for right now. But before that, hey what? news, the economic condition of the country right now is trash. So let's dress up like raccoons. Hey. I like that. I like that. Is that a reference to something? No, it's not. I was I don't know what I was doing. Don't listen to me. I call them raccoons. I wrote this weeks ago. Mm. Maybe a month ago. Yeah, God. Extra Life kind of messed up. I mean, this was before we already got somebody saying that they're going to run for president in 2024. Oh. So. Uh. I didn't even know that that was going to happen when I wrote this. So, But now it's happening. Just like the news. Hey, you guys hear about Remedy Entertainment? They announced Control 2 is in development. Nobody here is going to play it. Moving on to the next piece of news. Nintendo wait, wait, Indie wait. Showcase. Nobody, wait, hold on, hold on. Why would nobody play it? <laughs> Man, I, I tried. Control. I tried. To, there's like 46 <laughs> news items on here. And I love Control. You're going to make me go through every one of them? I just want to say I love Control. Yeah, I, that was that was a weird bomb to lob. <laughs> it's arguably better than... Uh, you didn't like that I did the look up, look down, and, and then try and move on? Uh. yeah control control one was a lot of fun uh hopefully they can fix some of the jank when (laughs) pausing the game and then it doing like a a terrible terrible uh delay man is this going to be a trilogy is the second one going to be named alt and the third one delete nope no oh nope no but if you remember a couple of weeks ago we played that uh fun first person I don't know if it was survival horror, what do we want to call it, um, but Alex Alex explained it in detail. You guys should check out our podcast if you don't on a regular basis. It was called Go Home Annie, an SCP game. So mm, a lot yeah. of the charm in Control is about these uh, very mystical items that have powers power. about them that can change the environment or change stuff as it happens so this fun urban legend kind of things and yeah control 2 excited uh not to well, i guess max Payne would be the other example of of a remedy character having a sequel so not does not frequently happen alan wake 2 is supposedly coming out next year i mean after uh how long of a delay well, you also got American Nightmare, but that was kind of a one-off. I don't know. I like Control better than Alan Wake. Same. Well, F-bomb goes here. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Max Payne better than both of those games. So, yeah. That's a I good one, too. Games. I should play those games. <laughs> yeah, I should play it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nintendo Indie Showcase. Uh, I trust... Joel to tell us the most important bits from the indie showcase. I would say uh, Road Legacy 2, which was out on other platforms, but is now coming on to Switch. I think that's already out. Uh, Have a Nice Death, which is a game currently in early access on Steam. That we've done a beta breakdown on. Mm -hmm. And that one's coming out on March 22nd. Coffee Talk 2, Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Pepper Grinder. That was sort of the one that caught my attention. It's a 2D platformer, but there are these spaces where it's like sand that you can jump and use a drill to travel through those spaces. So I think it's an interesting concept. Looked like something that might be actually fun to traverse in. So that that's one I'm keeping my eye on. They had that power in Ori and Pepper Grinder. Uh, you said. Yep. Ori right. and the Will of the Wisps had a similar power. Wisp. 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 Okay. So that was the indie showcase. This that wasn't last. That was like two weeks ago, wasn't it, or more than a week ago? Yeah, but we we did not uh, uh, record that week. So we had other stuff going on. Okay, podcast yep. fans. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> you make me read this. Google to start refunding Stadia. Who would have bought a Stadia? Purchases starting this week through January 2023. I know at least two people. I know only two people that bought a Stadia. <laughs> only brave. Only the brave. Really? Ooh, there was a like lot of they wanted to be the tip of, of the sword on brand new technology. I believe that's called an early adopter. Yeah, you know, I just we already, we already did that. We already did that second. I I just considered having put that money into a savings account and now we get to withdraw <laughs> back out. Uh, you know, in this market that might minus the not interest. Be a bad, yeah. Yeah. Only the brave. <laughs> Can I interest you in a broth IRA? <laughs> with com- compounding daily deliciousness <laughs> chicken or vegetable neither beef uh, turkey it's, oh mm. i was i thought you were gonna say shrimp and i was gonna say i'm out shrimp also turkey. Broth. no that's a thing <laughs> i have some shrimp broth in my freezer i don't love it are you saying broth or broth it's a shrimp broth ira <laughs> Oh, bad puns. Hey, here's a piece of news that has everybody on the podcast talking. Vampire Survivors launches on console. Yep. Not on not on Switch. Not on the one that you would expect it to launch on. Mm-hmm. A handheld adventure like that. But you know where it runs surprisingly well? The Steam Deck. Oh, Proud Steam that I jumped on that as an early adopter. Only the brave. <laughs> uh, uh, do, do we want to say anything else about Vampire Survivor console launch? Joel's addicted uh, now. That sums we're gonna, it we're up. We're going to talk about it. You put it in there. You, you deleted my entry into the episode, Getty. Extensively deleting me from the episode entirely. <laughs> really? He dropped an F bomb in the first thirty seconds, so I did. It left an indelible mark on this episode. <laughs> There's a gaping Only... void in the episode now. Please stop talking about gaping voids. Only the brave. Especially if we're gonna talk about your hips. Yeah. Drop F bombs <laughs> in the first thirty seconds. Uh what else we got, Getty? I... I don't know anymore. Uh, we're going to come back to the Game Awards because it's going to take 45 minutes to go through. Can we just Ex- delete that? Uh, no. We've got to talk there, about it. We don't have to go through category by category. We could just give our hot takes on it, which is generally Vampire Survivors got robbed uh, and a lot of other games got robbed. 
There we go. What? Vampire Survivors is on there. I don't think it is. It yep. Absolutely is it absolutely it? is, because I definitely voted for it in at least one category. Hey, I, but let's talk about the Xbox Keystone. Don't know what that is, but it's too expensive for anybody to produce. They were going to make a box that was just a streaming box. It was going to be a little, you know, square that would uh, do Xbox Game Pass direct streaming. Follow me on this. A cloud-based streaming cube that you purchase, you can connect a controller to it and stream games on your browser anywhere. Would you buy it? Only the brave! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I think we know the answer to that. But, Xbox, Microsoft has the Game Pass, which is a lot more appealing than whatever it is that Stadia had to offer, which was not much. So, still interesting, um, but... Yeah, it ended up being too expensive, probably closer to the price of an actual Xbox, so... Yep. All right, next piece of news, sad news. PvP PvE game that we played on the podcast, Scavengers, getting shut down before leaving early access. I played this one. R.I.P. Yeah, we played this together. Yep. Yeah, R.I.P. to Scavengers. I I thought it was a neat premise. It reminded me of a a match-based... What was it, the... The game where you're all going out and uh, shooting looters on Black Friday. Uh, the Division. That I've never heard that game described mm. that way. But <laughs> all right. <laughs> wow. That's absolutely not what it is. <laughs> nope. Definitely not. <laughs> but the virus came from Black Friday. That's real. In the Division. <sighs> not touching that one either. <clears throat> nope. All right, so this next piece of news says that I'm never going to guess what the new Rainbow Six, what is it? Rainbow Six Siege Operator Skin. Yep, the Operator Skins. One, I don't play the game. Two, Alex is the only person that would know this. So who is it? It is um, uh, the main main protagonist from Near Replicant. Near replicant, they're putting it. They were doing a near crossover where you will get the skin of the hero from the protagonist of Near Replicant with 2B to follow. You know what's sad? I played that what's entire that? game, I uh-huh. cannot for the life of me remember his name. I want to say it was near, but also at the same <clears> time, <throat> you did not play that entirely game, you played the first ending. You played what a a third of it oh whatever it counts oh man you you don't count. need to listen to this guy <laughs> but soon 2b will also be in that game which it seems like we're all going the Fortnite route which is fun but it's weird when rainbow six siege is such a hyper like realistic game is it though uh, yeah oh they do but i mean they but they do the they thing also start throwing in yakuza characters and stuff they do the thing where you put your own name in it Hmm. All right. But they, add, they started adding Yakuza characters and it stopped being realistic. They also have like weird, you know, events and stuff where you're all dressed like teddy bears. Weird events. Mm-hmm. But teddy bear stuff. nothing is quite as weird as Dead Cells still killing it here, releasing its second 
volume of The Gang's All Here, introducing characters such as... Um, I feel like there was a text about this earlier, but like one of the characters from Slay the Spire... What else? Let's you see say? here. We got the we got the Slay the Spire guy. We got the uh, what was uh, Risk of Rain. Hmm. Let's see here. Hold on, gigs all here. Two point Shovel Knight. That's Terraria. Terraria. Katana Hot, Zero. The, the 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 ninja from Katana Zero. Also Mask from Hotline Miami, which is wild. And uh, that's it. Risk of Rain, Hotline Miami, Shovel Knight, Katana Zero, and Slay the Spire. Still, characters that you probably wouldn't associate, but they're still deep pulls here. The reason why I like this is the fact that they didn't kind of half-ass it. They're putting in... So, Dead Cells is a run-based game. And it has randomized bosses and levels and encounters. Here, in this case, it gives you random happenstance events in each run that if you were to find and interact with doing very specific things that the game hints at you you can unlock these outfits and weapons that are representative of those characters and those weapons and outfits pull um, music tracks from the preview from the from the that person's game as well as weapons and game mechanics so there are some light game mechanic changes only when you're wearing that outfit and using that weapon. So they are not whole encounters, but they are thematic in how they how they play and how they're introduced. So with Blasphemous, you would see the shrine that you play that you pray on, and 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 so then you would have to pray to the shrine. In Katana Zero, the you you end up in a therapist office, which is what the story was. You were kept winding up in a therapist office. In Hotline Miami version, you have the talking mask people that were like your psyche talking to you in Dead Cells. So this they really lean into it. They add the music, they add coloring effects and damage effects. There's just a lot of love and extra work into this. Yep. I got nothing else to add there. All right. Let's go back to the video game awards. <sighs> All right. Limited number of categories. Not going to go through everything. But first one, Game of the Year. You got A Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. You don't have to vote. Nobody's going to make you vote, Joel, but just telling you. <laughs> We all know the answer here. Um, game of the year 2022, Elden Ring. <laughs> <sighs> I guarantee it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be God of War. You think so, huh? Best score it's a, it's, it, and music. It's not about it's not about the fact that uh, that these games that, that 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 it's better. I feel like these are kind of these are the Oscars, these are the Grammys, these are whatever is most popular. So stray. Uh, Stray is not as popular as a prestige blockbuster hit of God of War. Bah. Yes, Stray, if you're thinking in terms of, like, the Academy Awards, Stray would be, like, the best animated feature. It'd be, like, the Pixar film of that category. It 
it'd be tough for an animated film to win the the big one. Not impossible, but no, not unlikely, but, but difficult. Yeah, v- very unlikely. The Game Awards, Alec, are very just. You know, it's all press. It's just it's a way for there to be more announcements of games, and then it is also just as like kind of bullshitty as like the rest of those awards. Yeah, I mean they they've they've done it like a best content creator award. <laughs> I mean, uh, Joel knows all of the people on there. All from his kids. Uh, no, <laughs> thank God. I don't think so. Um, what one of them's what nibble? Yeah, that's the one I do know. Yeah, the the one that uh, left Twitter before it got really fun. All right, best India, Cult of the Lamb, Neon yep. White. Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Those are all good choices. I feel like there are, you know, obviously uh, Vampire Survivors. There are uh, lots of other options that I was looking through that I'm like, oh man, that was a really great indie. Uh, And it did not get any love, so. Nothing. Norco was great. Um, Card Shark was great. I feel like Tunic's going to get it. That that feels like something that has the kind of sheen and distinct look and tempo uh, that these things get awarded. Uh, Best multiplayer game. No, nope. I could see it being called the Lamb. We're not. Uh, Devolver wins awards. Uh, okay, what else we got, Getty? I don't know. What do you want me to go through? Best debut indie. You want me to go what through that one? Best? Sure. Hit me. Neon White, Norco, Stray, and Tunic. Plus Vampire Survivors, two of those games that Alex said were not on here. So, uh, no, I said that Norco was not a best indie. Norco could have been a best indie. Also, uh, you guys really, Joel, you would really like Neon White. Neon White's very. Good. I, I Did you finish it? it? You played it? I I got really far. Got What's really far? Hours. Uh, probably about halfway. That sounds like halfway. How does the? Yeah. My question to you, since I didn't get to play it after it came out, how does the character relationship building aspect interact with the overall rest of the gameplay? It does not. Oh well, well fuck me you then. Just, you just get extra. You get extra. You get extra content. You get extra. Oh, uh, you don't. You don't want that. Stories. Don't don't bother with it. Uh, it's fun. I like those characters. I voted Plus for Vampire Survivors. I don't care what anybody says. That's also, my debut indie of the year. So. I want I want Spike Spiegel's voice. It's more of that. Most anticipated game. This is Which where one has it's most gonna, Spike Spiegel's voice. Most anticipated game. This is where the podcast okay. is going to be split. You ready for this? Yep. Uh-huh. Hit me. Legend of Zelda: Tears yep. of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Starfield. Yep. Resident Evil Four. Got it. Hogwarts Legacy. Uh-huh. And Final Fantasy Sixteen. God, those are all trash. Uh, I was going to say that this category is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what is your... It's a, it's a hype It's a, it's a a hype level award. What is your How most anticipated? How hyped are you? Uh, I hate all of those games except yeah. for Final Fantasy sixteen. so... Not even a little RE love? Uh, 4 was where I fell off. I didn't like the action heaviness of that, of that game. So Starfield is never uh, coming out. We just established that. I don't like Elden Rings are too big for me. Or not Elden Rings. Elden uh, Rings are too big for me. Well, let me tell you. Skyrim is too big. I found some smaller rings for you. 
Ooh, they yes. fit conveniently and, around. Oh, go ahead. And the <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Oh, Hogwarts. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just saw Harry Potter. It was okay. Esports, best esports athlete, best esports team, best esports coach, uh, best esports event. Get us out of here, Getty. What's next? Uh, nothing. Freebies are next. Freebies. Insert freebie freebie sound here. sounds. Freebies. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess who figured I, out how to insert emojis here uh freebies hold on i have to navigate back over to uh, the podcast all right okay I you have to one. navigate to a separate one. tab to do the emojis coming back to life where there are where are there emojis all right but dark deity up. over on this. the epic game store no i played this one you shut up for once. Okay, go for it. And then you go can have it. the rest. 100%. Go for it. Do uh-huh. Dark Deity, turn based strategy game in the same vein as Fire Emblem. Yeah, I got like 35 hours out of it. Go. Evil Dead, which is more of like a dead by daylight asymmetrical multiplayer game. An Epic Game Store. Car- uh, Epic Game Store. Cards with a K. The World War II card game. Uh, kind of like a Magic the Gathering, uh, except for with World War II cards, like tanks and soldiers. Weird. Man, we played a Pit- game with tanks once. We did. <laughs> once. <laughs> once, and we can pretty. never go back. <laughs> They're real pretty. Pinball FX on the Epic Game Store. A It is a pinball-style... Uh, what is it? A platform where oh. you can buy individual tables, comes with some base tables... And it comes with fame, and you can buy famous tables as DLC to play in Pinball FX. Armored Warfare, a strategic mech fighting game. And that's on Epic Game Store. Different Strokes on Steam. This is a a cooperative painting game where you will make a painting, put it up in a museum in the game, and people can then take it and and paint over it and add additions so it becomes a, com- a combined group masterpiece net but you can also revert back your any changes to your original state so that it doesn't ruin wait wait mm-hmm. other people like other real people yep it's all online and can i download my artwork to make an into an nft I'm not going to engage with that. All right. Marvel Snap. Here we go. Marvel Snap mm. on Steam as well as mobile. Uh-huh. Free to play. That's it? And that's it. You sure? That's that's your free games. That's a lot of free games for the week. That's three, four, five, six, seven games the free this week. Can you also throw in a wah, ah, ah, ah. Wah, ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Count. I can always count on you. No. Okay. I don't like being called the count. Too late. The kid calls me the count because I have a mustache. (laughs) Don't mind me. I'm just going to eat this garbage hot dog I got from my pocket. Now, I do have a hot dog that's downstairs. Specifically for this skit. But I'm not going downstairs. So we're going to take another break. And then come back. 
one more time. We are back, back with the backlog blog where we play games. Oh man, I can't even use this anymore. Because <laughs> Alex doesn't want to talk we about go, Trombone we Champ. Go, I'll go into Trombone Champ. No. There we go. Now it's in the episode. Now Let's I can go. do my transition. It's too, it's too late. It's too late. Okay. okay. Where we play games where it's where nothing but an bullshit? arcade in paradise. Alex hit me with. Arcade Paradise. I get it. I was hesitant to put this on the episode mostly because you're all judgy and I'm back on my bullshit. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about Vampire Survivors because it's a game that I've spent a lot of time with and Joel has finally, finally after, what, seven, eight months, mm-hmm. felt the spark of hope and utter helplessness in playing it. Correct. So, Arcade Paradise. Judgment-free zone, go. All right, well, this is... I feel like I'm also building a brand. It's not weird, but... I, yeah, <laughs> it's not weird, but... I'm folding a lot of laundry, and I'll say that. Uh, your what? your dad uh, thinks that you're a loser who dropped out of college. My dad, he did. knows that I'm a loser, and make sure to remind and me of it. So, <laughs> to, to kind of kick your butt... He says, I own a laundromat. You need to manage it. And I'm going to yell at you. In, 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 and this is back in the 90s. I'm going to yell at you on a VC, on a, not a VCR, in an a answering machine once every couple of days because you're not keeping the place tidy and not doing the laundry right. And your job is. Is this a movie to, pitch? Uh, this is the game. Okay. Your job is to take uh, clean up all the garbage that people leave in the laundromat. And then take their clothes that they leave on the counter, put them in the washer, wait two minutes, and there's a timer, take it out, put it in the dryer, wait two minutes, and then fold it and put it uh, out, and then you get money. Now, the side thing is that there are some old beat-up cabinets in a closet that people occasionally play. You want to save up enough money to buy more cabinets... Which then you will, your sister will help you expand. My sister? No. No. <laughs> she will help you expand the laundromat to a bonus room that is dedicated to arcade cabinets. And then you will continue to buy more arcade cabinets. How many hours and, in did you just describe? Uh, I'm roughly, well, oh, for the, to the first expansion is probably like five hours. I'm like 10 hours in. I'm about to get my second expansion. And um, you play the games. They're very base level, like, you know, versions of Pac-Man or versions of this, you know, uh, you know, Minesweeper and stuff. But uh, you go around performing the tasks and get you, you know, you open up the the hoppers and grab all the coins out. And you use that to buy more arcade cabinets or buy more space or buy, you know, I'm going to pay a uh, middle manager who's just going to clean out the hopper for me uh, so that I just have money accumulating all the time. Or I'm going to get shoes so I can walk faster and fold the laundry faster, etc., etc. So it very much plays as, you know, just kind of a time management 
game and as a work-like, as you will. But I like the idea that you're, you know, you are building out an arcade and slowly expanding. And each time you're like, oh, this is a nice, oh, I got a big space now. And now this picture is in a carpet and stuff. And uh, it's pretty fun, especially considering that you're, the story is in the background of you, like your dad kind of not trusting you at all and thinking you're kind of a, uh, a not a good kid when you're just trying your best. And uh, that, and we were actually, this was a game that I was trying to get on the beta test for, and I did not get the opportunity, but it went 1.0, so I bought it. Actually, my big brother bought it for me for my birthday. So, thanks, Phil. Woo! Thanks, Phil. What are your, th- what are your thoughts on this? Sound like you're pitching a movie? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like this could be a... Uh, a teen romp with Jesse Eisenberg facing, uh, you know, that uh, existential dread. Hmm. Who plays the sister in that case? Like Anna Kendrick? Anna Kendrick or Aubrey Plaza. Ooh. They're like best friends in real life. That's cool. Uh, What were you going (laughs) to say? I feel like this is an actual movie. Right? I swear I've seen this. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, very, I'm again. I'm enjoying it for right now, and you know, as you continue to get your upgrades and get new pieces of, uh, you know, get new cabinets, the money starts to go up. But then also, people start to do more laundry, so you have more tasks there, and then they give you like bonus things, like play this video game for like to get this score, and then you have to master that video game, and then you get bonus money, or they're like one of the tasks is do nothing at all today. And I was like, okay, I'll make some money doing nothing at all today. So there's just little things here and there that give it a little bit of fun flavor, but it also gives you bonus money to continue to expand. And there is an ending. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's after the second expansion. So, and there's also DLC cabinets you can buy. So I've already kind of peeped those and be like, I should probably just fill out the whole arcade and just buy those extra cabinets. I think they're like a couple of bucks on the Steam store. What are the games that you can? upgrade to uh let's see i don't know i mean because that makes me wonder I, like would i really want to drop the extra scratch for that kind of content dlc's a know, fickle mistress so you get cyber dance euro mix uh empathy uh smoke em, and wipe your tears away oh hmm what is wipe your tears away? I want to know what that cabinet is. That's a good. That's a, they're, they're three bucks a piece, which doesn't seem to be too bad. I think this is a fighting game. Wipe your tears away is the fighting game. Hmm. Smoke them. Very curious. Definitely smoke them. Game is if nice. you got them, that is. Yeah, you smoke them if you got them. Oh, it, this is. Oh, smoke them is like police trainer. Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna get this one. You buying it right now? Probably. Happy yeah. birthday to Alex. Yeah, give me that police trainer. Oh man, these are some good these are some good packs. Okay, I gotta stop looking at this. See, this is why we have to do this on the podcast so that he can rationalize it and be like, eh, the guy said that it was a good idea for me to buy it. <laughs> Definitely a good idea for you to buy it, by the way. It'll give me more money in the game. You know, the more ca- cabinets I have. Yeah. Street cred, too. 
The other part I think about in this game is that there is a little bit of a... Uh, there is a slight, and, and maybe it's just stylistic, but I see it as like a something deeper, which is that as you're doing the mundane chores, your character kind of, there's like little pixel art graphics that say, great job, when you like pick up the trash and throw it in the garbage, or like you pick gum off the toilet seat or plunge the toilet. It's like, oh, awesome work, S rank. And it's kind of, that's like really dumb. So, but it does also play to someone that grew up in that era to always feel like like I, I don't I don't have any real adult motivation to do normal stuff so I have to gamify it in my head yeah and and that could be a good thing or bad thing but in this case it does seem like that might that might very well be what this game is and I'm just you know and like maybe it's a styling choice or maybe it is like a play on why do we feel like we always have to gamify things Eh. I I don't know. Don't worry about but, it so uh, much. Yep. Maybe I'm overthinking it, and I should just buy smoke them. <laughs> is that a battle pass? <laughs> no, I think this is direct DLC. The battle pass is the more you play, you start unlocking stuff. Uh, just from the mere gameplay. Here, I could work a full. I can. I can. I can choose not to work, and I get no progress. I actually have to like go do activities, like like go to all the coin banks and deposit the money and clean up the trash. Well, as long as it's rewarding to you. I was going to say, aren't all video games battle passes at that point? Mm, No. I think we boiled it down to its essence right there. Yep. (laughs) Nope. I refuse to acknowledge that. Alright, well that's that's RK Paradise. I'm really enjoying it and it's really kind of putting me to bed at night in a in a fun way. I just like will put it on my it's on my Steam Deck and I'll just pop it up and be like, Okay, I'm gonna do a couple of loads of laundry here and oh I'm falling asleep. <laughs> it's good to have something like that in your life. Help you decompress a bit. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, that'll uh, that'll help us move on over to my favorite segment of the podcast, One Last Thing. And this week's One Last Thing is brought to you by Garlic. Just leaving it at that. Not explaining <laughs> any other context. Just the word garlic. But it is also our last podcast before Thanksgiving. So... We at Super GG Radio would love to give everybody a shout out and say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, once again, piggybacking on the extra life, but those of you that were able to donate, but also thank you for listening because you are the reason that we do this. Right? I'm not crazy. That's why we have a podcast. I mean, you might still be crazy. Hey, don't you talk about my mother like that? I do it because Alex still owes me a PS5 here. So I mean, that's true. I'm, I'm Where's the PS5? ROI right now. I will say it also is uh, they are now in the wild. My GameStop had a bunch of them. Wait a second. This week's one last thing is brought to you by Joel bought a PlayStation Five. Yes, you did. <laughs> Wait, have you not told Kelly? Oh God. <laughs> Oh god. This is so that you guys can play stray, right? That's the whole reason. That was the tipping point, I'll admit it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I mean, Good. uh okay. 
I, I wanted to play I God of War, and I do want to play uh, Horizon, but that was like the final. Okay, like we we got the super big adventure things, and and now we've got this small adventure that's more calm and chill. So real chill. Okay, one last thing. My one last thing. Man, I got that God of War game. Haven't started it. I had hopes of making it through Cyberpunk, but I think I'll settle for finishing Tales from the Borderlands before jumping into Dad of War. Alex. I finally got I uh, started my journey into Dark Sector, which is uh, the prequel, not prequel, but the, like, the spiritual predecessor to Warframe, and I've been kind of threatening that for a while. In fact, I bought it on this podcast while we were live. He has threatened us. But um, It's funnier, it's a 360 game, so it is very standard definition. Um, OBS and uh, Streamlabs both have a problem and cannot stream it. Steam Deck runs great. <laughs> so, that'll tell you something weird is going on with uh, uh, Dark Sector. Nice. Joel! Yeah, uh, we are, what, 24 hours away from a new Dark Pictures? Oh, yes we are. Yeah. <laughs> the Games are coming out, man. The, Games are coming out. The Devil in Me is arriving at my doorstep tomorrow, so... Uh, Goodbye, well, court. then it'll be Good the rules. devil outside your door, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can punch me in the Fine. face the next time you see me for that one. <laughs> I'll punch me in the face. <laughs> Not to have a second one last thing, but me and Beth have started the quarry. Good. Oh, I was going to say, if you want to come over this weekend when I'm not celebrating 15 birthday parties, we can finish it. Yeah, he said it, Sarah. Yeah, he said it, Sarah. And uh, yeah. Getty, I might. Is she in I the might, chat right now? I don't know. But again, I might take you off. Oh. That. Yeah, because we're like close to the end, and I think I need to delete that too in order to install Dad of War. <laughs> Alec. I've got two things this time. Haha. Uh, I'm pulling in Alex. It's my birthday tomorrow, and <laughs> new Pokemon. Who's getting into that? I want to, but there's like five other things. <laughs> we just said how there's like five other things yes i would out like to play that like... pokemon game someday i'm hearing good things all right i i suppose that'll that'll do it that'll do podcast that'll do that's hurtful <laughs> all right babe and that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. That's it. I don't have to read anything. Ah, fine. Before we I'll go, do it, I'll do it. Get it. I'll no, do it. No, no, I'm Before doing you go, it. You can I'm find us. Doing... <laughs> it's just kidding. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. That's not a, a threat that I. Okay. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and Twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where on Mondays. Alex is back on his bullshit. Yeah. I am backlogging. Hitting that backlog. This this week was Metal Hell Singer. If I don't beat it in my offhand, it will be back on Mondays. I'm singing mm. in hell. And I am maintaining a record of 80% rhythm. 
80%. He's so oh, yeah. rhythmic. The gyrations are out of control. I play from my hips. Special announcement. Streaming uh, the live podcast. We'll be back on Thursdays. The th- th- Thursdays. Uh, except for probably not this coming Thursday, which will be Thanksgiving as you're listening to this. So, ha 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 ha. Jokes on all of us. <laughs> uh, Saturday. Uh, uh, Joel, you still taking a hiatus on Wednesdays? Uh, I, I streamed. It was Vampire Survivors TV. Oh! Oh, we can get some Vampire Survivors on Wednesdays with Joel. Saturday, still plugging away at the Escape Academy? Yep. Alright, will they escape? Have to tune in to find out, because I sure don't know. <laughs> and that, that'll be it for our streaming plans. You should definitely watch watch uh, our Twitch. Yeah. Definitely do that. Alright, and if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our mail... Email? Who uses real mail anymore? Nobody. We should have an address. Our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Good game, Alex. GG Getty. GG Joel. Good game. GG Alec. GG. Fanfare.